Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to NFL. What's up, y'all? Down to Rollins. Yes, we saw Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Losing money. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a rough weekend. It was, woof. Uh, we just, Skip just told an, an amazing story that uh, I did not record, man. I didn't know where it was going to go, and it was it would have paid off very nicely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Well, you know. <laughs> At least I know. You know. It's a, it's a deep secret. Yeah, man. Uh, I almost want to jump back into it, but I'm excited for you, man. Uh, because you're going to uh, London. That's right. To watch the game, man. Well, I guess we'll talk about that in the the week preview episode. Yeah, we'll have time we to talk about that there. Yeah. Uh, I have some thoughts about how to document the trip. Mm. Um, yeah, man. For our listeners who won't be there. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it should be interesting. If anybody has suggestions, let us know. Something Skip should do, uh, and we're guessing that we'll probably be—he'll probably be posting it on our in our Facebook groups, NFL Pod Group. Yeah, on Facebook. If Facebook is not down, <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna take, <laughs> yeah, I'm taking my kids with me, so I'm gonna turn my kids into my like social media experts. Exactly, my <laughs> my social media managers, yeah. who will be perhaps posting some as well, um, even though they're not on Facebook. Of course they're not. Young kids today. We had uh, on our podcast, uh, my first podcast I did was this Power Meeting podcast, and uh, we had the uh, luck of uh, having Zara Larson on as a guest. Oh, cool. And when she was on, that was the day, during that conversation with her, that I found out that Facebook is for old people. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Because I was like, Facebook's nice, man. She was like, ew. <laughs> so like, I was like, what's wrong with Facebook? Like, uh, you can get happy birthday messages? I was yeah, like, talking, I, like, talking like an old man. But you know what, damn, you know you get the birthday message. Yeah. And she was like, nobody's there. <laughs> Where the kids at? I thought the kids were on the Facebook. I was calling it the Facebook. On the Facebook. <laughs> the Facebook, which is also on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I had given her a nickname. That's when I knew I was like, hey, Z, how you doing, Z? <laughs> Z-Aura? Wow. <laughs> no, I didn't do that, but I still felt old as shit for being on Facebook. And I'm now I embrace it. Fuck it. I'm on I don't enter I don't write posts on Facebook. But I, I need it for like marketing and stuff like that. I do it very rarely. Uh it Facebook, owns us. Facebook being down yesterday was of no consequence to me whatsoever. Really? I couldn't care less. I felt owned I felt like it was a realization that uh how how much Facebook is in my life without me knowing? Because not everything's called Facebook, but mm. Instagram's owned by Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, at first that's where I found out I was on Instagram because I'm, I'm one of the kids, right. and uh, and then I went to Facebook, and it wasn't working. I was like, man, something's weird. So I was like, gonna check my internet. So I go to WhatsApp, and mm. then that's owned by Facebook too. So I was like, oh, everything is okay. Facebook has a problem. It turns out they had a server. They said somebody tried to do an update and fucked it up. I want to know. I want to sit there and talk to that guy. I want to be in that meeting. 
they lost billions of dollars most likely because their stock price plummeted a little bit. Cry me a river. I'm sure they'll be fine. No, oh, they'll be fine. I'm just saying the guy, Steve. <laughs> Steve is fucked. Steve's fucked. Yeah. yeah. yeah and it ain't Sweden where you got uh, the fuck. <laughs> the union. Mm, yeah, exactly. Facebook is probably like, nah. I'm sure they have an anti-union part, like uh, movement there in Facebook. Like oh, most big for, companies. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway, uh, enough about that. Uh, let's talk about some football, man. It was a rough week for us and our teams. We can start with the... Uh, yeah, fl- uh, flip them and pick them was a dead tie. Eight to oh, really? eight. Really? Uh, again? Again, right? <laughs> like kissing your sister. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Feels good. And there's nothing wrong with it, right? <laughs> that is the perfect Florida man answer. <laughs> What do you mean? I love kissing my sister. No wrong. You, have you seen her? <laughs> She's hot. <laughs> Shit, I'm getting a chubby just thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> eight and eight, uh, huh? Yep. Should we go right into it, man? The Thursday night game? Which, Let's do it. You Somehow we talked shit about this being a shit bowl. Uh, yeah, we did. But it, this game was actually really um, entertaining. It's the type of game that'll make you go to a bar afterwards and just dance up on <laughs> As a bunch of young ah, assuming it, yeah, well, you know, if I mean, you own a bar and if you, have you a lost, bunch of fans, yeah, uh, and you run the team, I don't know. <coughs> yeah, we're gonna trust me. We're gonna get into that yeah. a little more in the next episode. Urban Meyer had an interesting night out, but yeah. before that happened, mm-hmm. uh, you correctly mm-hmm. predicted that the Bengals would beat the Jaguars, mm-hmm. and they did so, twenty-four to twenty-one. Yeah, closer than anybody, right? closer than anybody uh, expected. Um. Yeah, this was. I mean, it was a good first half for Trevor Lawrence and company, but mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, well, Robinson. They, they finally understood where their bread is buttered. Sure, and yeah. they should have leaned on them even more. And I think the biggest mistake: mm-hmm. kick that fucking field goal. You're up fourteen zero. You're at the fucking three yard line. He went for the super dagger. True, but you have a three score game. Yeah, and you take the the points. You already you've been gifted fourteen points. To me, that I always feel a little reluctant to criticize decisions like that because yeah. that feels like some kind of Monday morning quarterback yeah, shit. You know what I mean? Because at it's the like, time, I said if he it. makes it, you think like, oh, he's wow, a genius, yeah. but or like, at, oh, what the balls on that guy? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So, but at the at the time, that's the only time I do this is at, if if at the time I felt like I would have done that, then mm. then I'll say it. It's not a hindsight. It's I mean, I do think that. If you kick it and then they lose, you'd be like, well, they had a chance to go for it on four. You know what I mean? That could yeah. happen. But in this case, I was like, take the 17-0. Yeah. Plus, you know what You know what else is a, a, a contributing factor? And then I'll stop my Monday morning quarterbacking on this game. Sure. The contributing factor is that there was so little time left in the half. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you'll go for it, not get it, and then they'll go and punch you the ball back type of thing. And then you have another shot. This right. is your shot to go up 17-0, and then basically they don't have enough time to go down and score. Mm-hmm. But you don't get the, you know, and right. then they go to the half basically yeah, afterwards, yeah, yeah. and nothing happens, you know. No, that's a fair point, because uh, it's not like you were leaving a lot of time on the clock. You're, yeah. you're absolutely correct about that. But, so. I mean, obviously the Bengals' defense deserves a, a lot of credit, because, I mean, that was a hell yeah. of a goal line stand. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> who thought the Bengals were capable of doing something like that? Uh, not me. No, no, me neither. So, but regardless, they went into the locker room feeling good about themselves, up yeah. fourteen to nothing. Um, you know, not a great half for the Bengals' offense, who were getting booed off the field by yeah. their own fans. 
I was like, dude, slow your roll, yeah. Cincinnati. You guys have had a winning <laughs> culture for what, like five minutes? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, they were like, two and one at the you're time. You're out there booing your squad. It's like, mm. relax, guys. Either way, Joe Burrow comes out in the second ha- half and just, he just lit it up. Uh, he looked like the first round pick. 17 for 20, 253 yards passing, two TDs. He went five for five and 68 yards on the final drive to set up the game-winning field goal. Mm. He was like, give me the ball. He he knew, he even said in the post-game interview, he was like, we, uh, no, we knew, I knew we were going to win this game. I knew, I just knew it. Like, I knew we were going to do this. <laughs> it's uh, not like they just beat a good team. No, exactly. <laughs> uh, and who the fuck is CJ Uzamoa? Yeah. This tight end who, yeah. who just balled out. Like, nobody, I never even heard of this guy before, and he has monster night. Are you at the point of fantasy life where when uh, somebody has uh, doing well, you look up to see if they're oh, available? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're in, man. I'm a winless team in yeah. fantasy Ooh. football, so I'm like, shit, is he available? Well, that's the one uh, good thing in my life is I, I haven't mm. lost in the, in our league yet. So Shout out to rookie kicker Evan McPherson for the second time in his young career. He kicks a game-winning field goal. The mm. Bengals are 3-1, and one, dude. Yeah, man. 3-1. and one. If they take down our fucking bet <laughs> that's look, that was looking good. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we picked the Browns to win that division. Mm-hmm. But we'll get into it. Yeah. I it, yeah. I have to say Trevor Lawrence looked pretty good in this game. Mm. Uh, he did not throw a pick, which is always good. Yeah, they um, they they put him in. They put the cuffs on him a little bit. Um. Yeah. I there was one. There was a talking head. It was funny. One of the people on NFL Network was wondering what this team would look like if they could manage an entire game without turning the ball over. Well, we saw that, but yeah. unfortunately, the Jaguars have now lost 19 consecutive games, tied for Damn. the second longest streak in NFL history. They're tied with the Raiders and the Lions. Um, the late 70s Bucks hold the record with 26 consecutive losses. Oh, I don't think they'll get there, though. You know who they play? When they get to that, to, if they do manage to lose all of their games <laughs> and they get to the number 26, like this will be the 26th loss if you lose this game. Guess who they play? <laughs> the Falcons. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I looked look. this up. <laughs> I just look now. I just counted it up. It was like, oh. It comes to the Falcons. I thought it was going to be like the Chiefs where you're just like, if they get there, it's fucking over. But <laughs> Nope. This one, what's going to happen is they're going to realize they're losing. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna realize they're winning the game. Like uh, that, The Falcons are beating the hell out of them, and they're going to be like, you know what? Let's turn this around, man. If there's any team that we could turn this around on, it's the Falcons. Well, I can tell you what's going to happen because it's going to be the same thing that happened this this past Sunday. Um, okay, when I saw we're we're going to move on to the Falcons game now because when when I saw the next gen stats box pop up, oh. claiming that the Washington football team had a twenty three percent win probability, yeah. I was like, ah, fuck, it's over. I thought I thought the other we're way. Screwed. I thought about you when that was. We're screwed. Up. Yeah, we're screwed. My wife and my daughter were like, no, 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 no stop, don't say that. You can't put that in the universe. And I was like, no, you don't understand. It's already in the universe. The next gen <laughs> stats has put it into the universe, and the Falcons are going to do what the Falcons always do, and they're going to lose this game. Who'd you pick to win the game? Uh. I picked the Washington football team to win okay. this game. Um, I picked the Falcons <clears throat> in, my, in my picks. 
I picked the Falcons too in 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 the pigskin pick 'em, and then the day of the game, I woke up and I said, "No, we're gonna lose this game," <laughs> and I and I changed my I changed it. Now I was right. Start doing it. The the missed opportunities to win this game were absolutely endless. Atlanta's yeah. defense had some key stops in the game that helped them, you know, create some momentum. Grady Jarrett had a big stop at one point in this game. We but we had at least two just like interceptions. Should have been interceptions that were dropped by the safe, like right in his hands. That's when you know. Shit, when I was just like, no, I mean, the kind of picks that would just easily put this game yeah. away. Yeah. Easily. Uh, apparently, our best player is uh, Corderell Patterson. Th- three touchdown, three receiving yeah. touchdown passes. Uh, when he gets rolling, it's like, oh, shit. I, yeah, he's taking over MVP. But Pitts, for the- Pitts has arrived, right? Pitts played better. Pitts played much better. He was he was targeted more. But the thing that kept annoying me about Matt Ryan, like, okay, A, Arthur Smith is not, they're not even trying to, you know, after all this chatter about like how how Kyle Pitts was going to be the next Darren Waller, they're not even, they're not even game planning for that. Like they're not targeting him that many times. And Matt Ryan, for whatever reason, like everyone talks about how, how, um, Cal Pitts has this amazing vertical leap. You can throw it way up in yeah. the air, and he can jump up and get it. But Matt Ryan's throwing it like fucking 15 feet over his head oh. in the end zone. All you had to do is yeah. throw it like 9 or 10 feet up, and he'll go up and get it. But Matt, yeah. Matt Ryan's like throwing field goals. Maybe he's throwing it away, though. Yeah, but he's open. Like he's throwing it oh, okay. in the so direction. Like, okay, he can, you know sometimes they throw it, it away like that. I know, but he's not. He's throwing it to him, but he's just throwing it too high, and it's starting <laughs> to fucking piss me off. Who's the backup there? <clears throat> I, you know, the backup that no, we had. No. I don't remember, but it, he, he's injured. I, I don't. Oh, damn. Or who was the guy that we got? Oh fuck! He was somebody who was a backup to somebody else, and we brought him in. Former first round pick. I can't remember his name now. Uh, anyway, the O line was great. Matt Matt Ryan only got sacked once. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it at the thirty five yard line? No. <laughs> We obviously were riding high going into halftime. We've got yeah. the lead, playing like a confident football team. Yeah. But of course, what do we do? First play of the second half, we kick it off, and we we allow this fucking guy to run almost completely untouched all the way to the house for a hundred and one yard touchdown yeah. kickoff return. It, it it just got worse from there. We we tried, you know, we tried to pretend like everything was fine, but the game really was it just started to slip away from us um the number of times we had heineke dead to rights in the backfield and we missed him because we were just coming in too hot Mm. uh and full credit to him he was able to kind of juke around a little bit and get free uh and then this this touchdown to to mckissick like for him to sort of scramble and you know shout out to him for being able to sort of i mean it any other like team that had like a really good sort of uh pass defense you know that pass was just a floater across the field most teams if that was the dolphins that would have been a pick six period i mean the fact that he was that wide open was ridiculous and then he runs for 30 he's got nothing but grass and nobody can catch up with him and he flies over the pylon i'm like that jump was crazy. Twenty three percent win probability. My ass was basically what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, fuck next gen stats. Yeah, fuck them. Uh, fuck the Falcons secretary. I only see next gen stats in you guys' games. It feels like I hate it when it pops up. As yeah. soon as I see it, I'm just like, I never uh, see it in a Dolphins game. But I guess by then, normally when that comes up, our game's over. <laughs> 
And then it popped up, I think after like once, I think at one point it popped up again and it showed like, oh, the Falcons win probability was like, I don't know, 40 or 50%. I don't know if I remember what it was, but then my daughter was like, oh, see, see? And I was like, no, yeah. you don't understand. It doesn't work. It, it doesn't work us, that way. Yeah. It only works against us. Yeah. It never works for us. Like we're yeah. never like, we're never behind the rock and we turn it around and it doesn't work that way. That's a solid next gen stat conspiracy theory there. They hate us. <laughs> Uh, and I'm convinced that they're conspiring w with the rest of the league to uh. just embarrass us every time we take a lead. Uh, next game, uh, I thought the Buffalo Bills would beat Houston, and boy, was I right. My <laughs> lord, ninety nine percent picked correctly in this in the whole uh, ESPN. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, Buffalo did their did what they came to do. Remember, and in our bet, we talked in our bet. I won't talk too much about our bets, but we said it would be over. We said they would. I said they would score like forty points on them, but the Texans will at least get a touchdown. That's exactly what I said in the thing, mm -hmm. and the, the the line was forty seven, right? So I thought the Texans would get seven points at least, and, yeah. and give us the victory in the bet. And no, they got blanked forty to zero. Yeah, the Bills I, beat bad teams, man. It took longer than expected for this ass whooping to get started. Yeah, um, yeah, that too. I guess because there were so many turnovers. There were like, I think at one point, there were three turnovers in the first seven minutes of this game. Damn, I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, Buffalo fumbled the ball three times. Josh Allen threw a pick, mm. but the Texans fumbled twice. Davis Mills threw four picks on the day. Um, the Bills scored 21 of their points in the fourth quarter uh, to mm. finally kind of give us the score line that we had expected. Yeah. Uh, a complete and total ass whooping, and and I mean, fuck, talk about adding insult to injury. Even Mitch Trubisky came in to get a rushing touchdown in this game <laughs> at the end. That's fucked everybody shit up. <laughs> Fantasy and everything. Oh my god. Uh, next uh, game is the uh, who picked this one? You next picked the... up. I picked the Bears to beat the Lions, and they did so twenty-four to fourteen. This was a uh, I picked it on the thing, but this was an upset that we were talking about a possible upset that they would get their their first one. And uh, we're I'm on. I'm not sure why I continue to think that the Lions are going to come out one of these Sundays and prove that they're tired of losing. Yeah, maybe it's the whole like kind of kneecap act, or maybe yeah. it's just like it's got people fooled, man. Wrong to assume. Maybe maybe we're all wrong to assume that this grown ass men want to go out and bite kneecaps. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, times have changed, man. Uh, These guys are uh, children of millennials now. <laughs> either way, I gotta say Justin Fields um, played a much better game. Yeah, uh, and I also have to give credit to Matt Nagy because yep. I think he definitely adjusted the game plan a Even little. Though nothing needed to change. No, apparently nothing needed to change, but but if you watch the game, well, we're going to change everything. Everything, <laughs> everything was different. That's a great point. Uh, I mean, they got him outside the pocket. They got him moving. They got yep. him. They well, protected. They protected him better. Uh, first drive of the game was very impressive, long and methodical, showing some real stones going forward on fourth down to keep the drive alive and eventually score the first touchdown of the game. Uh, he fields only threw the ball 17 times, which I think was pretty smart mm -hmm. considering how everything went last week. Um, uh, most of the catches were made by Darnell Mooney, who was just straight up uncoverable. Um, but again, it's the Lions. Detroit, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Bears had great field position all day. Do you think Andy Dalton comes back into uh, the starting position? 
Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I can tell you what I would, in my opinion, I think we said this last week, I think the best thing for a rookie quarterback is to have that not only first team rep experience in practice, but also game time mm-hmm. uh, experience. And I think that especially after this particular performance, even though it was against the Lions, he's, Fields showed enough to me to where if I'm Matt Nagy, I'm saying, you know what? Let's leave him in there. Okay. Let's leave him in. We get him the experience he needs. No, we're not going to the playoffs this year. We're not. They're not going to the playoffs anyway if they're going to play like this, you yeah. know, up and down week after week. Um, but, but if they're headed to the playoffs, right? Say the division is just shitty and they're headed to the playoffs or if the NFC just ends up shitty. It's kind of open anyway. Yeah, Do sure. you, like – Put Andy Dalton in if he's if uh, Fields is fucking up because <clears throat> they'll be in the same situation that the mm-hmm. Dolphins were in last year. Yeah, so Fitzpatrick and Tua. Well, you want to develop this guy, but then you could go to the playoffs. So if it's fucking up, you take him. You know what I mean? It's the same type of situation. I'd leave him in there. I think it's it's such a valuable yeah experience that he can have by leaving him in there. Uh, <laughs> the other thing that was funny in this game, Chicago's defense they sacked. Jared Goff four times. Oh, he looked bad, man. They caused him to fumble three times. One of those turnovers was the most ridiculous comedy of errors <laughs> I've ever seen. Goff steps up to the line to call an audible, presumably to change the play, I guess, and the center snaps the ball, bounces off of Goff's arm, and then bounces right into the hands of the Bears' D lineman. It was like watching seven-year-olds play football. Did they put? They should put Benny Hill on. It was totally like whoop whoop. Did you? And this isn't the first time that's happened this season to to him. Yeah. Where they just have a botch snap and then it goes bounces right into the defense ends. David Montgomery had a great day. Yeah, he's up and down. But he got injured. They're saying it doesn't look. It's a knee injury, but it's probably not. Too okay. serious, but we'll see. I don't know. He's, I, a, he's aging running back. <clears throat> I think it's a hard time to be a Bears fan. You're going to have an up and down year, I think. <laughs> Lions fans are like, fuck you right now. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, but the Lions fans, they, yeah, they, they, they expect shit. it. Yeah. Then we got the uh, cat. Who picked this one? Uh, you picked the Cowboys to beat the Panthers. Yeah. And they did so 36 to 28. Uh, well, the Panthers, I mean, they scored 14 points in the fourth quarter to make this game look a little less like the ass whooping than it really was yeah um i guess you could say that carolina got the wake-up call that they knew was coming maybe uh they hadn't really played anybody worth a shit yet um carolina's defense had zero sacks only one qb hit all day sam darnold uh you know did not help much by he ran a lot. He he did run a lot, but he, he had like two rushing touchdowns. Right? He threw some. Uh, he threw some picks to Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon yeah. Diggs had two picks on the day. This guy's their young. Their young players look good, man. Yo, this guy, Michael Parsons, too. Dude, can we talk? Okay, Trayvon Diggs. I think he has an interception in every game. He does this season. Yeah, uh, Mika Parsons, mind you, a linebacker being asked to play edge rusher all of a sudden. Mm. Even though he's never played that position in his life, I mean, I hate to say it, but I think the Cowboys are for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Quinn, man, and the way they won this game because they basically won this game. I mean, they, you know, we think of uh, 
you know, we, we've gotten used to this narrative that that you need Dak Prescott to be out of his mind, yeah, uh, throwing for 400 yards a game for them to be successful. I mean, he had four touchdown passes. He only threw for 188 yards. Yeah, right. I mean, the the Darnold interceptions obviously gave them good field position, yeah. but but Zeke, Zeke I mean, was balling. Zeke was he was he had it was his best game in. Over like maybe over a year, and they got Pollard after. or two years. They got Pollard that comes out in the end, just smash totally. some more. Yeah. Zeke had twenty carries for one hundred and forty three yards. Pollard ten carries for sixty seven yards. Yeah. Plus Dak scrambled for thirty four yards rushing as well. Uh, Cowboys D had five sacks, eleven QB hits. I mean, this team is legit. Yeah. I I mean normally they're, you know. We talk about them in a way where they're a little overrated, but I, I think they're, yeah, they're they're a real football team this year. All right, then uh, who picked the next one? You did, right? You picked the Dolphins. No, who'd you pick? Uh, I did. I picked the Dolphins to beat the Colts, mm. uh, and I'd kind of like for you to explain to me why why your <laughs> Dolphins failed me. Why did they do this to me, Jonathan? Uh, we uh, They probably thought, at the beginning of the season, everybody thought, and the the pickup of Jacoby Brissett was cool, man. It was a pretty smart thing right. by by Chris Greer to bring in this you know quarterback who's just coming out of the starting realms, and is uh it's gonna be a really serviceable backup in case something happens to our quarterback behind this shaky offensive line. Right. And then uh, you see him play, and it looks like he's throwing the ball into the ground. So why is that the thing, man? When quarterbacks <laughs> start, when it's over, they just start throwing the ball into the ground. <laughs> He had one that fumble was like one of the worst things. You think that uh, yeah. uh, the other fumble was bad. This one was like, what? Is, why? Why take this? Take the sack? Yeah, it looked like something a rookie quarterback would do, and it's supposed to be the season vet that just like comes out and I don't know, man. Didn't he do that? Was that was that third down too? Yeah, it was like like it was you're gonna over. have to punt the ball yeah. away anyway. Why are you why, fumbling? Why would you do that? Like to try to throw it and lose the ball? Like, yeah, just that take was the weird. sack. It's over. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, and you said you said he was, they had the shot of him pissed off with the iPad and throwing the ta- or throw the tablet or whatever. Or the Microsoft Touch. Sorry, <laughs> if we're gonna be on brand here. Uh, yeah, so I don't. He I don't touched know, man. it. He fucking he, he <laughs> touched that Microsoft. He, he spiked that micro hard. He spiked that motherfucker into the ground. He was uh, so upset I, with himself. And then there was something like, of course, everybody's doing the uh, all twenty two footage is out now, so they're just showing how bad he was, <laughs> like not looking downfield, and it's like, Oof. what is going on? And then we, there's this third string quarterback that the fans, of course, are asking for. But it's not gonna get better, man. What? You, we need Tua. All right, we need Tua <laughs> is that back. Dolphin, Dolphin's Twitter Dolphin's is fans, <laughs> Dolphin's Twitter is like Reed Sinet. He throws the ball downfield. It's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's uh, the fan base makes everything worse. They're like fire Flores. He's the worst coach in the NFL. Chris Greer is the stupid GM. It's Yo. like relax, man. I'm not saying that the Miami Dolphins are gonna be good later in the year. I don't know. <laughs> They could end up being a bottom five team, whatever. But it's not time to burn the house. Just fucking chill, everybody. Watch backup. the game. Cheer for your team. Hey, backup quarterback is. And, the and most what team? Guy. And I wonder what team their backup quarterback comes in and they have this offensive. You know what I'm saying? Like, what backup quarterback is going to just make the team better? We're going to lose games. We shouldn't have lost this game. I don't think we should have lost this game. But if you knew that the Jacoby Brissett play, was going to play like this, then you would have been like, oh, we're going to lose this game. Yeah. 
It was a rough day. Bad, yeah. You know what I to his back when I'm in London though, so that's good. Is he? I was I was just getting ready to ask that. We play the Bucks. It was probably gonna be a loss anyway. So we play the Bucks next, and then he's back for the Jacksonville game. They say he's throwing the ball now. Uh, That's that's great because I I think it's a real shame. Well, you know, this was supposed to be the year where it's like, okay, yeah, let's prove, you know, the prove it year for Tua, and it's it's such a shame. But I would love nothing more for him to come back and just light it up. That would be great. You know what else is annoying than Dolphins universe? Tell me, is that uh, everybody doubted. Justin Herbert. It's one of the best stories in the NFL is that people were like, ooh, he might be the fourth or fifth best quarterback coming out of the draft, and he's looking like the best one of the bunch so far, only in you yep. know, 12 sure. games, 15 games sure. in. And uh, and he might have the best cast around him out of all of them, but mm-hmm. regardless, he's making he looks good as a quarterback. He might yep. be a star one day. Sure. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if he's a superstar in the league in five years or whatever. Right. Uh, and, and the Dolphins fan base is now revisionist history that's so stupid that they took this guy the two who's yeah. obviously going to be a bust uh before this justin herbert guy who's gonna and nobody was saying herbert was gonna be great no you know what i mean it looked like the Chargers were taking a flyer on this guy and then now he turns out to be looks like he's gonna be a good quarterback so yeah. it's like you can't get mad at the gm for doing what everybody thought was the thing was take the second best quarterback in the draft Right, and also... It's like if Bengals fans are mad. And they're also not comparable situations due to to the fact that, um, you know, Herbert was kind of thrown into the fire last year and and played very well on on a losing football team. Um, What a good receiver core. And and now he's he's coming back in what is effectively his year two, um, you know, and... You know, I just don't think it's the same. I don't think it's the None same. None of it situation. is the same. Just like any, any anybody who's looking at the draft from last year and is trying to make a convictions is like, get oh, that's out always here. a stupid thing to do. So yeah, uh, it's, it just sucks to try to uh, exist on your team's Twitter if your team is Miami Dolphins because these fans are the worst. <clears throat> and it's like, what are y'all used to, man? Mm. What are you missing? Like there was this perfect season in 1972. Since that, like, what are you guys? Right. Why are your expectations so high? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, be, just be a fucking losing team. Take your losses and fucking, I don't know, watch yeah. the game. It's annoying. Uh, oh, my daughter was talking shit about your, um, she does not like the way they have designed the end zone at the stadium in Miami. Oh, really? Um, she was like, ugh, that's terrible. It's so tacky. It's ugly. I was what, like, what? what how do they design it? It's like, well, it's sort of like these orange diamonds. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, was the, that was a, it was a cool. throwback. It was a throwback thing. Uh, they had the throwback jersey. It was a Don Shula tribute. Uh-huh. So I they thought had it looked throwback. cool. It was the old diamonds from uh, the sixties. It was like it was basically Facebook. So <laughs> that's I thought it was pretty cool. Like it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, and they, you know, they designed the stadium so that the uh, opposing team sits in the sun. You know, it's so funny that you told me that a few weeks ago, yeah. and then I was watching. I was watching a Miami Hurricanes game a few Saturdays ago. It's probably a loss. And I don't remember, <laughs> but I do remember that I looked and I was like, shit, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> the entire opposing stand, the, the, the opposing team is just like baking in the sun <laughs> as yeah. the Miami Hurricanes are just chilling in the shade. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's brilliant. <laughs> that was really funny. All right, next game. So my, my, I'm not, I'm not, I'm sad. Right. My team looked so bad, but it was not the team. Like, yeah. 
I don't look at it like it's if if Tua came out looking like Brissett, I would have been devastated. Sure. But your backup quarterback came in, looked like a backup quarterback, and we lost the game that we should have won. He was bad. Yeah, he looked really bad. Uh, next up, uh, I picked, or no? Did you pick this game? Yeah. You, you picked, picked the Vikings to beat the Browns? It felt right when I did it. Uh, and the Browns won 14 to 7. Didn't expect that. This game, I was hoping for a little more fireworks in this game. Yeah. And it kind of looked like it was going to be a bit of a barn burner. Yeah. Vikings came flying out of the gate hot uh, on that opening TD drive. You like that? Yeah. You like that? He did like that. <laughs> uh, but then uh, that turned out to be the only points they would score all day. Uh, I mean, both defenses obviously played really well, yeah, yeah. actually. Uh Cleveland had Dalvin Cook. They they held they had his number. They held him to only thirty four yards on the day. Yeah. Alexander Madison, who was so explosive last week, only had twenty yards. Um, I mean, Nick Chubb, you know, was pounding the turf all day, earning every yard he could get, like he always does. Yeah. Uh, Kareem Hunt had nearly seventy yards as well, which was good because Baker Mayfield was bad. Yeah. Bad. He has these every now and then. He was absolute fucking trash. 15 for 33, 155 yards, no TD passes, uh, very little production through the air. He was missing OBJ wide open. It feels like when they get him on the move, he does well, like they did last week. And then it's like they stopped the next week. It's, it's weird. Or maybe maybe the Vikings were giving him a look that made it seem like the pocket was the – I don't know. I mean, he was wide open. Wide open, he had he could have thrown OBJ. OBJ was basically walking backwards, wide open into the end zone, mm. and and he missed him. Uh, they gave the ball back to Kirk Cousins with a minute left. The Vikings went on a very impressive drive, but in end of the day, the Viking uh, the Browns the defense saved the day. Yeah, I mean they were. Uh, it's a good sign for them, man. They're three and one. It's a great sign for them that. They don't when Baker Mayfield game. plays that bad, that their defense can win them a game. Yeah, um, really good. Sound. I feel like two weeks in a row, their defense. You know, we've been told that their defense was going to be elite this year. Yeah. First couple of weeks was like, really? Are you sure? Yeah. But I can say in the last two weeks, they've they've been great. Um, so good for you, Cleveland. Yeah, I would like to borrow your defense <laughs> uh, when we go to London next week, if that's possible. What's your, what's the, uh, you picked this one, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did the logical thing that anybody would have done, uh, and I picked the Saints to beat the Giants, mm. <laughs> uh, which they did not. 27 to 21 in overtime. Holy shit, Saints. What the fuck are you doing? Your first game back in your home stadium yeah, after all the drama with the hurricane, and this is the performance that you give your supporters an overtime loss to the Giants. Bro, I mean, yeah, I was, I didn't, I was, it was speechless. I was. I, Jameis Winston didn't even throw any picks, right? Yeah. So that was good. Uh, and and even though they did bring in Taysom Hill to you know throw one pick for him, I mean, they still, <laughs> they hey man, still, can you come in and take my pick? For me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kamara had 120 yards rushing, um, but I can't for the life of me figure out why they never threw him the ball, not even once. He had no. I mean, how many times have we seen this play where... Jameis is not like that, man. How many times have we seen this play where nobody's open... Yeah, check down. you check down to Kamara, and yeah. he goes for like 20 or 30 yards. 
too many times. Not a single target in the entire game. Jameis is Favre, man. He's a gunslinger. I mean, that's to me, that's a problem. Agreed. Uh, I'm sure he's <laughs> hearing about it. It's fun. It's fun to watch him learning, man. You know he's learning. Daniel Jones was cooking. He yeah. threw for 402 yards, two touchdown pa- passes. He had one pick that was kind of a. I was a tra- It was. I think it was a hail mary at the end of the half. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like doesn't, yeah, that, that doesn't really count. Uh, he had well that 52 yard bomb to John Ross to get it started for the Giants was a beauty. Uh, yeah, he's looking good. He, he spread it good then, and he spread it out a lot too. You and had scrambling too. You yeah. had Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony, John Ross, and Saquon. All of them over seventy four y- yards receiving. Who led them rushing? Uh, I don't know. Actually, <laughs> was it? No, I couldn't have been. No, him. No, it had to be Saquon, yeah. right? <laughs> I was just messing. Um, he's been. Leaving. But I have to. Okay, the one thing that I can say positive about the Saints, uh, and I know we like to pick on Taysom Hill sometimes. But that touchdown run that Taysom Hill had was absolutely insane. I don't remember it. He it was a typical Taysom Hill play. It was like I don't remember where they were on the five or six yard line. This guy broke, n- like no joke. Like I don't know, thirty tackles on his way. <laughs> in. <laughs> no joke. Everybody tried twice. <laughs> I mean, it was ridiculous <laughs> that he still managed to get into the end zone. It was a, uh, it was it was impressive. Uh, but this team. I got to say, the Saints are uh, a very curious football team. Yeah, they're 2-2, two two, though. They're not out of it. No, but I, I would say of all the teams in the league, they'd be the one that I would be the least likely to put any money on. Mm, yeah, you never know. Because it's like, yeah. how do you have – they're the roller coaster team so yeah. far, it seems like. I, I always believe in Sean Payton, though. You know what I mean? I do, too, but I feel like I feel like actually – Believing in Sean Payton is not the problem here. I think the problem is that Sean Payton doesn't actually believe in Jameis Winston. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that he doesn't yeah. he doesn't fully trust him. I feel like that might actually be the real problem that they have. Or he hasn't. They haven't hit their chemistry yet. Maybe. He'll, and they'll get it. They'll get it to where he's because he's taught him to not uh, gamble too much. He's scaled it back a little bit. Now he's going to start taking what the defense gives him instead of trying to take. We'll see. What he wants. You know what I'm saying? I think he'll get there. Jameis got the tools. Yeah. And if they add a little speed in that receiver core, it won't take much before they're a well-oiled machine under Sean Payton. We'll see. I we'll see. So. Uh, next uh, game, who picked us? Uh, I believe you picked the Titans to beat the Jets. Who would have thought that? 98% of the people in the – okay. I'm surprised it wasn't 100% of the yeah. people. Who the fuck picked the Jets? The this Jets won 27 27- to 24. In overtime. Another overtime game. The big question going into this one was, um, you know. How bad would they lose? Well, <laughs> yeah, that was that. The big question was obviously, the, you know, the tit- no A.J. Brown, no Julio Jones, no Bud Dupree uh, for the Titans. Mm. Would it matter? The answer turned out to be yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Tannehill and 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 – and Zach Wilson had roughly the same amount of passing yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derrick Henry was out there. And the Titans had far more yards on the ground. Derrick yeah. Henry had 157 yards. He's on my fantasy. Just uh, but this Jets defense, 
where, what happened here? Where did they come from all of a sudden? They still gave up 24 points, though. But Robert Sala, he was fired up on the sidelines, like like back in the San Francisco Yeah, days. but they had seven sacks. Yeah, that's true. It's seven sacks. It's Tannehill, man. I mean, Tannehill was just getting gobbled up yeah, all day long. Uh, what was this? The two guys who were just on him all day, C.J. Mosley and, and Quincy Williams. Jesus Christ, they were eating him alive. Yeah, he's Tannehill will take a sack, man. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I've, I actually thought in in the middle of this game that maybe the Jets could do the Falcons a favor and like maybe kill Matt Ryan next week so that they can <laughs> finally move on. Um, shout out to Zach Wilson and his mom, of course, yeah. uh, because with this game on the line in the fourth quarter, this kid was insane. Yeah, he had some. It looked good, man. He had some. Like you, you finally got to see like what would the appeal was. Okay, because I was wondering that. if uh, you know. This kid, if he can pull it together, I mean that sixty-yard bomb to Corey Davis. Yeah, uh, whew, that was pretty. Pointing him downfield, he's just like, go, 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 yeah. go, keep going, keep going. Yeah, uh, that was beautiful. Um, Tannehill needed a TD to tie the game, and he did. Sent it to overtime, um, but you know, down by a field goal in overtime. At one point, it was third and twenty-one on their own fourteen-yard line. Two separate fourth down conversions on this drive, right? Yeah. So valiant effort by the Titans to to pull this one out, uh, but unfortunately they had to send Fat Randy Bullock <laughs> out to to try and kick a forty nine yard field goal that went way the fuck wide left, <laughs> uh, and the Jets got their first first win of the season. Yeah, going into London, feeling good, feeling good, ready for your boys. Oof. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I was kind of like, you know how as a fan you start to rationalize things yeah. that, you know, when you're, when you're looking ahead. And I was, my thought going. They'll look past us. <clears throat> well, my thought was like, I was afraid if the Jets go into this game against the Falcons in London still as a winless team that obviously they'll have that hunger to, uh. to win. So I was like, okay, I'm glad that they won, you know. And also, I was afraid that if they came in as a winless team, that the Falcons might kind of take them for granted. Mm. And you know what I mean? So, it, yeah. none of this, I'm just, yeah. I'm hoping against none of it means anything the because narrative. the next gen stats thing is going to pop up and we're going to lose. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But whatever. The Jets, you won. Zach Wilson looked great. Good for him. Um, you know, this kid, I think if he can. Uh, I, obviously, if he if he just keeps developing, this kid could be yeah, a real we'll star. Yeah, he's so. got the tools. Next game I picked. No, you picked, right? Next game I picked the Chiefs to beat the Eagles. What an upset! And they did forty two to thirty. What? It was a good game, man. It was an interesting game. The Eagles were they were ready, but they just weren't equipped. That's what it felt like. Yeah, I mean Patrick Mahomes, but he he threw another pick. That happens. But he also threw five touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Three of them to Tyreek Hill. Tyreek was out there balling. Oh, my God. He had 11 receptions for 186 yards. But maybe the Eagles didn't get the memo? I mean, <laughs> Clyde Edwards-Alaire had a good game. He had 102 yards on the ground. He had a receiving touchdown. They came out like, this looked like the 2018 uh, Chiefs. Like, you're going to put up 30. We're going to put up 40. That's what it feels like. I agree. But I have to say... I. Okay, look, Mahomes did Mahomes-like things, as mm -hmm. they always say. 
I mean, how many of those crazy like fucking shovel passes? That's did, sick. Did man. we see the way one, he does it too? One of them looked like he was throwing a bowling ball. Yeah, the, right. The way he does it is like it's like okay enough. <laughs> I had a friend. Uh, he's a Cowboys fan, and uh, and this was like when Favre started switching teams at the end of his career. Yeah. And then uh, I think he played for the Jets that season, and it put the Cowboys out of playoff contention or something like that. And he said, it's cool that we lost whatever we lost, but he could at least put his chin strap on. (laughs) (laughs) He said Farver walk out there with his chin strap hanging out and just beat the shit out of us. And he's like, dude, put the chin. And that's what what Mahomes is doing with these underhand fucking. It's just like, dude, just throw it normal. Also, I I couldn't help but be jealous. We've been talking a lot. I mean, the way that they design plays, it goes beyond the actual play. Like there was one play in this game, I think it was one of the shovel passes where – they had um, almost like an option, right? No, they had Travis Kelsey walking, you know, in motion yeah. towards the line, pretending like he didn't know what the play was. Yeah, he had his ha- like he he had his hands up like this, like what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, and then boom, snap, shovel pass, touchdown. Yeah. It was all They're, smoke and mirrors. It's almost like they have a really good offensive coordinator there. Exactly, like and that was my hands. point. That I feel a little <laughs> jealous that they have someone who's creative, but he and he's going to keep being creative because nobody's going to hire him because he's a bad interview. I, apparently, <laughs> he's an uppity Negro. Uh, exactly. But here's no, the thing: I still contend that this Chiefs defense is is really something to worry about. Yeah, it's going to be their uh, it's going to be their downfall. Oddly, the running game was kind of the. Um, difference because Hertz actually threw for more than 100 yards than than Mahomes. The Chiefs secondary is trash. It's obviously great that they won the game, but I'm you are trash. I am not sure I see them as this dominant team that no. I used to assume that they were. You know what I mean? The Chiefs yeah. look like they're the kind of team that isn't going to win unless they put points up on every drive. Yeah, which True. they almost did. Yeah. The only <laughs> I saw some crazy stat. Okay, first of all, there were no punts in this game. Really? They said, I think that somebody said it was only the fifth time in wow. NFL history. There were no punts in this game. So every time the ball turned over, it was either a, a, a touchdown, a field goal, or an interception. Damn. Or, or a fumble. fumble. Maybe, maybe there yeah. was a fumble. Um, but okay. I just, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure that the Chiefs are going to be able to get away with this this no, year. No, they, they won't. We'll see unless they can fix it. Oh, yeah. All right, next game. Next game, uh, you picked the Rams to beat the Cardinals. And uh, no, what? Wait, wait. No. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm Hell no. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I can't make it happen. Make you it true. Lose. <laughs> yeah, you lost. I was uh, looking at the wrong game. My bad. Cardinals beat the Rams 37 oh, yeah. to 20. That was a good game, too. It was a great game. We said it would be the game of the week. I mean, and, and the score line, honestly, this is th- this score line does not reflect how much of an ass whooping this was yeah. either. What a statement game for the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, they put their foot on the gas and they never let up. Both sides of the ball showed out. Make your bets for Murray MVP. I am I'm, it's no shit, man. I mean, that early TD pass from Murray to my man, former Bulldog, A.J. Green. Who thought that that motherfucker was going to factor into man. the offense so much this year? That's the, you would kind of expect that from Deshaun Jackson type. You know what I mean? The two, yeah. And he carries old boy into the end zone, too, man. Mm-hmm. A.J. Green, he came to ball that game. 
I, he was fantastic. Chase Edmonds was great. He yeah. had 120 yards on oh, the ground. Oh, yeah. That's one that nobody saw that coming. Nope. Really. He was going to be balling like that. Uh, I mean, Kyler Murray also running. What What was that one? We, it was like third and 18. Yeah. And he ran he for just, it yeah. by his damn self. He did, that little, left, yeah. he did that crazy little stutter step thing. Uh, it's almost unfair. I mean, it's crazy. It's And someone finally neutralized Cooper Cup. Yeah. Right? This dude only had 64 yards on the day. Um, I mean, it's gonna be fun watching them uh, that rivalry. Cards had a years. had a big goal line stop. That's somebody who cooled their seat off, Cliff Kingsbury. Oh yeah. Uh, What's I the mean, next one? Let's go to the next game. Uh, let's see. Year who picked this one? You picked it. I picked. What did I do that for? I picked the Forty ers to beat the Seahawks. <laughs> Didn't happen. Seahawks uh, won this game twenty eight to fourteen. This one did not look good in the beginning for the Seahawks. Forty nah. ers D was getting to Russell Wilson yeah, early. Man. He looked at one point. He looked pissed off. <laughs> he did. He looked like he would ask for a trade. <laughs> <laughs> He was like adding. Back on he it. was adding new teams to yeah. the list. They're like, he's tweeting. <laughs> he's tweeting. <laughs> I mean, at one point in the middle of the second quarter, I think the Seahawks. They said the Seahawks had minus seven yards. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, but then Russ finally found DK Metcalf, and the Seahawks came alive, especially in the third quarter. Um, they they started to tear it up. Obviously. Um, What's his name? Fucking uh, Garoppolo went down in this game. We got to see the Trey Lance experience. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Which he, was... He, it was, uh, it, was, it, was all right. it wasn't terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, okay. We got to talk about this one play in this game, though. The best play of the game, 49ers nearly sacked Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And somehow he manages to, like, you know... Russell Wilson. It. Spin away. Yeah. Uh, and get free rolls out to his right, and he throws just a pass that only there's like three 49ers standing there in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, but the only the ball, the way he placed it under duress, he put it in a place where only Freddie Swain could have caught it. Yeah, he's, it was ridiculous. He's insane, man. Um, also, the 49ers kind of shot themselves in the foot. There was a really fumble, uh, like funny double fumble. Did you see that? It was on a kickoff. Fumble forward, right? Well, first of all, he was on the kickoff, and it was this guy Tritton Cannon. He first he fumbled, oh, yeah, yeah. he fumbled the kick, and then he picked it up, and then he lunged forward, and the ball got knocked out. <laughs> he fumbled, he like fumbled it twice on one play. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought Trey Lance looked looked honestly. He 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 looked okay. Uh, he didn't look super ready. Yes, to me. I was gonna say it's not Trey Lance um, time. No, I. I think I do think that you could argue that he looks good enough to justify keeping him in there if no. you lean on the side of like being in the game is the best way to learn. He did no. have one really nice touchdown pass to Demo Samuel. Well, that's a way to lose the locker um, room, man. But I don't think he had a single completion in the third quarter. This is a, you could lose the locker room with that. If or you he got had Garoppolo one. sitting there and you know what he is. You know I think if Garoppolo's healthy, you gotta play him. Mean, yeah. You're probably right. Um next game. I think it was me being stupid. Next game. Uh, next game. What did you pick? You picked the Broncos to beat the Ravens. <laughs> I just thought that the Broncos were. That did not happen. I forgot to write down the score. What was the final score? 23 to 7. 23 to 7. Okay. 
Yeah, I thought the Broncos were going to come out with that Fangio defense and that the Ravens would be shocked and lose, but the Ravens came prepared. This one took a little while for either team to get going. Yeah. Um, and then I thought I was in my favor. I was like, all right, all right, well, I'm right. I'm right about this. And Everyone was talking about Hollywood Brown dropping the ball last oh week. Oh, my God. So he gifted us with an absolute posterized diving into the end zone 50-yard TD catch. How about was, the throw, too? Yeah. The throw, the catch, the way he bounced off the ground yeah. and held onto the rock, that was sick. Yeah, um, you can tell he got a monkey off his shoulders with that one. Yeah. Or his back. What am I talking about, monkey off his I mean – you know, if there were any illusions that the Broncos were going to come back and and turn this into a game, uh, they were immediately <laughs> dashed when they announced that Drew Locke would be starting yeah. the second half for oh Teddy Bridgewater. God. He looked horrible. Was Bridgewater hurt? I didn't understand that. Was he had he, a concussion. A concussion? Okay. He had a concussion. Because I was like, all of a sudden... I Drew Locke went 12 for 21, He's 113 bad, yards, no TDs, interception, throwing the ball into empty space. I mean, he looked yeah. like a backup who doesn't get... First team reps, like he doesn't. Yeah. He, he yeah. looks like he looked last year at, at times as the starter. Interesting storyline at the end of this game, which people are arguing about. Uh, the Ravens had the ball end of the game, um, just a few ticks left on the clock. You know, they forego the victory formation. They decide not to kneel on the ball. They run the ball a few more yards so that they can tie the record for most consecutive games with over a hundred yards rushing. Hmm. Okay. So that's 43 consecutive regular season games yeah. with 100 yards rushing or more, a record that they now share with the 1970s Steelers. They're concerned about legacy. Exactly. But apparently the preseason too. Uh Fangio was not a big fan. So stop him. And was talking shit about it. Uh but then of course Harbaugh was like, you know, Fuck you. <laughs> There's this documentary out there I recommend everybody watch called The U. It's about when the University of Miami was a top team mm -hmm. and the way that they did it because they did it in a different way uh, and turned it around and became a, a dynasty. And uh, people complained about the dancing and shit that they did mm. when they scored and stuff. They even made new rules to stop the players from the, celebrating the way they did. Right. And one player just said uh, in the documentary, he said, if you don't want us dancing in your end zone, don't let us score a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> It's so great. Yeah. And I feel like that, too. You can't complain about this. Just stop them. Your job is to stop them. You didn't stop them? Hey. Yep. Oh, well. I agree. I, I think this is a, you know, you have a chance to go down in the history books. This is a big oh, deal. Uh, next week, the Ravens can try and break this record uh, playing against the Colts, which I can only imagine that they will. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. If they put their minds at Ravens, can run on anybody. For sure. All right, then the Packers-Steelers. Packers-Steelers. Uh, I picked the Packers to beat the Steelers. And they did. 27-17. to 17, Yep. Um, Damn, Steelers are 1-3. I got to say it. That's it. I'm calling it. It's time for the Steelers to hit the panic button. Um, there was a crazy stat line in this game when the announcer said that after the Steelers touchdown that they scored in the first quarter, it was the first Steelers touchdown in a first quarter in – in 12 games. It's the first <laughs> time they scored a touchdown in the first quarter in 12 uh, games. Uh, Not a good sign, no. guys. No. Uh, Aaron Rodgers looked good. Um, you know, but he didn't have to be great. Uh, <laughs> he got Randall yeah, Cobb in yeah. the game, finally. Two yeah, man. It was focusing on him a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, or maybe they took away Adams. The first one was really nice because he, he, I thought he it threw was it Adams. to him. 
He threw it to him short of the of the goal line, and Randall Cobb just blasted his way into the yeah. end zone. That was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Adams didn't really have a huge day, but I gotta say, when I watched when I watched this dude play Devontae Adams, I, I feel like is there a better receiver? When it comes to like yards after the catch, there's no better receiver in the league. He's the best in the league, I think. And it, and it, and I don't even mean like the amount of yards that he gets after the catch. I just mean the way that they use him because they usually hit him like a few yards short of the first yeah, down marker, nothing and do. he just like figures out a way to get that first down. He's so he's like a fast Anquan Bolden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just a tough, fast. He's not even that big and strong. He just like he plays like it. It's not, it's, I love the way he plays. There was a funny moment in this game. Uh, the second touchdown pass to Cobb. Put Rodgers into a tie for sixth place uh, on the all-time TD pass list, mm-hmm. tied with your man Dan Marino. Okay, shout out for uh, 420 touchdown passes all time. 420. <clears throat> Did he smoke a blunt? Here's the thing: the announcer, very funny. He snuck this in. It was very clever. He said, "He said Aaron Rodgers ties Dan Marino on the all-time TD passing list with 420, and Rodgers is out here smoking the Steelers." Ah, I was like, written. "Ah, see what you did there." Yeah, that written I saw down. That. Right. that was nice. <laughs> he little, was ready. Little weed reference in the bourbon window. Much yeah. appreciated. That was really good. <laughs> I was too high to catch it. oh man i was happy to see my man former bulldog eric stotes get an interception to ice this game that was a nice way to end it uh for me anyway especially nursing my wounds after a falcons loss you know i start focusing in on my bulldogs wishing them well Uh, (laughs) but yeah the i think the steelers are in trouble i really do uh I, i i i thought to myself as the game was winding down I mean, this team, you know, what would this team look like if they had an actual quarterback? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what, what, how good could they really be if they had a real quarterback? With all these receivers, you got Najee Harris, the D-line. This team would be really tough to deal with if their quarterback wasn't, you know, this over-the-hill doughboy with a busted elbow and a, you know, mind of a rapist who suffers from an addiction to pornography. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like... I I don't know. Like I just feel like fuck that guy. <laughs> it just I, I, they're not gonna they're gonna play him all year. Don't you think? Yeah, they there's are. no. I mean, they don't have any choice. They they're just gonna. They're like kind of where uh, who was it? The Saints kind of were like that, but the Saints had a serviceable guy behind them that threw better. I do. It, yeah. Do the Steelers have that? I guess not. It's like a legacy thing, like with respect thing. The teams have to deal with. Yeah, and and but do you have to tell them like this is the last year, man? And also, you know, it's one of those things where it's like most to most star players' careers do not end well, right? Right? Yeah, you don't have very few people walk off into the sunset after winning the Super Bowl. It usually, more oftentimes than not, it ends the way that we're watching Ben Roethlisberger's career. Yeah, Uh, I mean, name a player that at the end of their career. Left their team, went to another team, won a Super Bowl. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, boy. That brings us to the next game. Yeah, man. Uh, nice segue. I like Thanks. that. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> you picked the Bucks to beat the Patriots. Oh, my God. In the Grapefruit Circle Jerk <laughs> game of the week. Uh, I got to say. Oh, yeah. So, Bucks win 1917. Mm-hmm. Thank God. This game is finally over. Yeah. Honestly, 
all the hype, Brady, the Belichick. Well, I it knew was, it was going to look like this. It was so fucking dumb. I knew it was going to look like this where they know each other well. Uh, it's not going to be that many points. I thought they would win by more, though. I thought the Bucs would win by more. The Patriots damn near won that game. I felt like the game was a dud. Yeah. Uh, and in the end, it was the most Brady win possible. Uh, a day where he goes 22 for 43, yeah. no touchdown passes. He still manages to win the game because... And get the record. Because the other kicker missed a field goal. (laughs) And he got the record, too. Yeah. And uh, uh, they chose not to make a kick a field goal. Did you hear about that part? No. They could have taken a 55-yard field goal, and they chose to punt. The Patriots did. Oh, right. Well, also, uh, everyone's talking about, uh, you know, everyone's Monday morning quarterbacking, talking about why Bill Belichick didn't go for it on fourth and three. Yeah. And you send your kicker out there in the driving rain to try and kick a, you know, fifty something yarder, uh, mm. even though he's never. I think he's. I think he's only one of six. I saw he was like only one out of six from that distance. Oh, okay. I um, know that was the stat line. So I don't know. I honestly, I don't know what to say about this game. They held the. They held the Bucks to <clears throat> nineteen points. Yeah, I, I mean, I get you can obviously say that you know Belichick, you know he, he kept Brady from throwing a touchdown. But well, I mean, in all honesty, I think uh, Antonio Brown deserves more credit for for Brady not throwing a touchdown pass. That that one that he should have caught. Mm. It was a beautiful. Uh, it was a little, yeah. I mean, it was you, a perfect. It, it was the only place that it yeah, could have been, yeah. and and you would think Antonio Brown would pull that in. Yeah. And Brady was a little off. Brady was a little off. Mac Jones looked good. Yeah. Um, you know, but today everyone's talking about did Bill Belichick choke? Did he blink? Was he scared? Um, mm. I mean, obviously there was drama in this game. Um, I don't know. I guess it's just, you know, up to your opinion whether or not you think it lived up to the hype. No, it didn't. Uh, I don't think it did. Um, I was surprised at how well they, the, uh, how close the Patriots kept it, though. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they were in the game the whole game, man. I, I'll just say this. I'm glad that this game was in in week four. I'm happy for Brady that he got to break the passing yards record back in his old stadium yeah, yeah, in front cool. of the Pats fans who clearly love him. That's a that's a great story. Uh, but I'm glad that it's over because this whole Bill versus Brady narrative narrative is is fucking dumb. The obvious the obvious answer to the rhetorical question that the media was asking itself all week is that neither of these dudes would have been as successful as they have been without, the other one. without each other. Yeah. Bill can't do Brady's job, and Brady can't do Bill's job. End of story. Move on. Week five. Yeah. Who cares? I agree, man. That is the right answer. It's annoying because I feel like, yeah, Brady doesn't do it. and Or, or without somebody in this group chat, a man was talking about, without Vinatieri, right. does Brady have... Right. Six or you know what I'm saying? It's like without Ryan suck up, does he even win this game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Without uh, that's <laughs> true. And without uh, Gronkowski, does he win the second three? Yeah, because every time Gronkowski was out, they yeah. they lost too. So it's like it's a team game. It's the ultimate. They call it the ultimate team sport, but then they want to put all the credit on one person at the same time, just for narrative sake. And it's not like that. I'm just glad it's over. I am too, and uh, I'm also glad that the Patriots are one and three. Because it just makes me feel not as bad about being one and three, but that's the Patriots true. are probably the best one and three team out there. True. Uh, yeah. So that's maybe. something they could hang their hat on, uh, <laughs> even though they lost to my one and three team. That's our one. 
Ah, that's <laughs> true. The Patriots. Well, doesn't that technically make you the, the best, best one? one? Well, no, we'll it see. does not. Not we'll with see. Jacoby Brissett at the, in the back. <laughs> but then again, we wouldn't be one and three if Tua was playing. I don't think. I think we win the Raiders game. We beat the Colts. Like we'd be fair point. That's yeah. how it goes, man. When you lose your starting quarterback. Yeah. Hmm. I'm. I'm. Would love to lose my starting quarterback right now. <laughs> Final game of the week. Final game of the week. I was kind of uh, shocked by this. Yeah, I picked the Raiders to beat the Chargers. <laughs> that did not happen. I was surprised at the percentage, too, that 65% were saying the Chargers will win. But, uh, they Chargers were right won 28 to 14. Handily. Chargers go to 3 and 1 uh, after flying out of the gate to a 21 to nothing lead before yeah. the half. I was uh, shocked. Even happened. Uh, Raiders brought it back. They made it tight at the end, but then the Chargers got that last score, and yeah, they did. Herbert looked great. Yeah, uh, who twenty five for thirty eight, two hundred twenty two yards, three touchdown passes, no interceptions, and there's room for improvement. That's the good thing yep. for them. I'd be if I was a Chargers fan. You're like, man, when he like like when he hits that point where when Josh Allen got like that NFL accuracy. Yep, he's gonna be dangerous if he does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Chargers because it was, and the Chargers D looks really good. They held yeah, the Raiders man. to only forty-eight total rushing yards. Damn. I mean, Derek Carr, you know, obviously got the passing game going uh, in the second half. Um, you know, the Chargers D managed to bend without totally breaking, um, and they had a huge third-down sack after the Raiders had put up fourteen points and looked like they were going to tie the game. Completely swung the momentum. Yeah, it was a, a Matt Ryan sack. It was. It was at the 35-yard line. It was. <laughs> it was. You're absolutely range. right. Yeah, and then the kicker came that. out and missed the field goal. Yeah. You're, you're totally right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, because Carr had just hit rugs on this beautiful 51-yard yeah. bomb. Um, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Rugs, man. When he has time, you know he's throwing it to rugs. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's uh, – I got rugs in fantasy, which is nice. But it didn't help me win. Um, yeah, you know, the Chargers look for real. They look like they can hang in there and win yeah, games. Yeah. Um, They've beaten the uh, the Chiefs and the Raiders. That's true. There was an insanely stupid taunting call in this game against Aaron Waller. Did you see this? What was the – I watched the game too. What, what, when was the call? I don't what – was the, What was the call for? What did he do? So I, I – I mean, I'm still. Was it when he was flexing? No, I'm still. I saw him flexing too. No, 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 no. He so he catches the ball, fights his way for a first down, and then Mm. he gets pushed out of bounds, and he he kind of he's I guess you could say he sort of spiked the ball. Okay. A little bit. It wasn't even like a full on like it wasn't like a touchdown spike, Mm. but he just kind of he got the first down and he was pumped, and he just kind of threw the ball down on the ground, Mm. and then. Boom! Flags come out taunting. for taunting. See, I thought they because he. I, I don't know. I was like, did are you are you calling that because he because he was effectively like, kind of because he was out of bounds yeah. and he was sort of partially on the Chargers bench, not not on their bench, okay. but he was on their sideline. Side so the it was like, were they accusing him of spiking the ball on you know in front of their? Because I know you can't spin it in front of them on the sidelines. But he didn't even do this in front of like it's Ain't not no like players he, there. Yeah. He wasn't facing the guy who had pushed him out of bounds. Right, right. He actually was facing the opposite direction. So I just had to assume that it was because he did it 
to the Chargers bench. I, it was just stupid. It was so dumb. It is dumb. Because they have a thing for the spiking the balls, delay of game. Because yeah. later in the game, he did a delay. He did spike the ball after a big catch. And I was like, oh, shit, they could have got him for delay of game. I didn't know uh-huh. about the taunt, too. Yeah. But delay of game is five yards, and you don't. it doesn't affect it. It doesn't make it first and 15. It just pushes the team back. You lose five yards. Right. That could have been better. I, I just think it was dumb. If anything, it but not just taunting. Dumb. If nobody's around, how are you taunting? Who are you taunting? I think they actually, they're, I think if they were, I think it was because he did it to the bench. Right, but they're not around, right? I don't know. It's stupid. I think it's fucking dumb. I agree. They need to stop this shit. All right. What do you got for uh, the uh, real MVP? Real MVP. I got Kyler Murray. You the real MVP. This dude was amazing. I mean, throwing the ball, running the ball, game management, coming out hot, punching the Rams in the mouth early and often, and never taking his foot off the gas. Just a complete dominant performance, beating what we all thought was the best team in the NFC. Yeah. Like, handily. So, I, I yeah, for me, it's got to be Kyler Murray. Uh, mine is uh, this new route that Cooper Cup and uh, what's the white wide receiver for the uh, Raiders? Uh, Renfro. Yeah, Renf- Taylor Renfro. Taylor, right? T- uh, Renfro. I don't know. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Whatever. One of the white boy names. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cooper and Hunter. <laughs> Fucking whitest chatty name ever. <laughs> but they worked on this route they're doing now, and it's killer. The two of them are doing this new type of route. It's like a dig shake. They go out, they, f- they fake like they're coming back in, and they go back out, and the, it leaves the uh, the mm. defender. Mm. Uh, and, it's, and it's been working. It takes a little time, though, so the quarterback needs time. So I guess the, the plan is going to, if you think he's going to run it, then blitz from that side, I would guess. But right, right now, that route is working for both of them. I think that's the, the real MVP. You're the real MVP. Uh, is this route that these guys are running, man. And it's also, I think I know what you're talking about. This is the one where there's a lot of like sort of change of uh, – yeah, Change dude. of pace involved. Yeah, because he he slows down like he's gonna. He runs in like he's gonna go, and then he he turns his body like he's gonna go back out. Then he comes back in, mm. and the defender's like, "Oh shit!" You know, because it's so much stuff you got to worry about. You think it's a dig, and then you think it's a you know, coming. You think it's a slant, then you think it's a dig, and then it's back to the slant. It's a, a pretty cool route, but there's a name for it. I can't find uh, what they call it. Uh, the announcer was saying it when he when he ran it. Oh, they said the Ocho route. Mm-hmm. The Ocho route is called. What do you mean? Is it named after Ocho Cinco? I think it might be. Remember that guy? Played for the Bengals? Yeah, I know. Of course I know that guy. He's from, I used to see him growing up. Did I tell you that? No, is he from Miami? Yeah, he's from Liberty City, man. Ah, My grandmother's corner star. He used to, he used to come in all the time uh, to like play video games and buy little juices and stuff and they would foot race all the time he'd smoke everybody in foot races wow that's cool uh, uh, and he visits my grandma and my uncle when he comes to town oh Still. damn yeah yeah Chad, that's my look in touch with celebrity that's dope Chad Ochocinco who you got for trash of the week uh, my trash of the week is uh, I mean it's hard not to say the um, it's hard not to say Detroit it's hard not to say the uh, I had a trash for the week too the, who scored zero? What team was it that scored zero? Oh, uh, fucking blanked. That's gotta was, be the uh, week's Texans. trash. Tex- Houston Texans, but it's like almost not fair, right? To say it, but the the Houston Texans. You are trash. You gotta score, man. When we uh, Dolphins were trash because they didn't score that week, so I gotta give it to. Well, the Dolphins' O line was trash, but the Texans mm. as a whole. <clears throat> 
And you know what? It makes me want to say Deshaun Watson. Mm. Because he's still refusing to play for the team. Yep. And he could be playing and helping them uh, a little bit more. So he's the trash, man. But yeah. We all kind of knew that. Uh, I, I obviously a little biased, but I'm going to go Falcons secondary. <laughs> uh, they had every chance and every reason to win this game, and every time it landed in their lap, they blew it. Mm. I still can't believe that I'm actually flying to London to watch this dumpster fire of a you team. You are trash! Play football they won't. and probably lose to the No, Jets. they won't lose, man. I knew you were going to say that. They're not going to lose, man. Do you watch? Do you watch? You can watch the game. When you watch the you know, because this game's going to start at uh, 3.30 in the afternoon yeah. for for you, yeah, I'll right? Be watching, yeah. And you watch that fucking game, <laughs> and you wait until that next-gen stat shits pop up pop up on the screen. Boom. Over. <laughs> it's over. We're finished. Who's your uh, NFC uh, scariest team? Um, scariest team for me in the NFC is, is Cardinals. I was going to say, yeah, same for me. Cardinals. Hmm. Uh, and AFC? Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Bills. Chargers. I want to say Chargers. No. <laughs> I wish it was Chargers, but it is the Bills, man. I want I mean, when you blank a team like that. <laughs> I mean, it's not a good team. It's the second shutout. Yeah. That's true. 2 weeks in a row. I think I had the Bills defense in fantasy at the beginning of the league. <laughs> shit. I gave them up. I dropped them. Oh, man. Did you learn any shit? You got any shit that you learned? Shit I learned is that um uh, not to keep, uh, not to keep uh, doing like this uh, to the to the Cardinals, but I gotta go back on my thing, man. I talked about how I wasn't a fan of Cliff Kingsbury, and uh, he's got that team rolling. So yeah. I learned that uh, maybe he's not that bad of a coach after all. Another one that I thought was first coach fired, Zach Taylor. They're three and one. Some of those hot seats some got seats pretty are cold high, this yeah. weekend. And one seat that we thought was ridiculous that some people were calling the hot seat was Brian Flores. And now you could understand if somebody says it's not. But no. you know what I mean? And now those coaches look better because for the first time, I'm starting to doubt Brian Flores, actually. When I'm watching some of these play calls and stuff and some mm. of the decisions that they're making, I'm like, whoa, do we have another... Mm. Oh, do we have another Philbin Gase thing? <laughs> but it's not. I, I do believe in him still. Uh, the shit that I learned, you can't trust the Saints. Mm. Uh, that's a good one. To allow a winless team like the Giants to come into your building on your homecoming, and that's the performance that you throw out there. Sure, you blew out the Packers in week one, but I think it was a fluke. I think the Saints will be an up-and-down roller coaster team all year long. Mm. Uh, oh, you know what my trash of the week was, actually, that I had prepared? Mm. Urban Meyer. But we're going to talk about that later. Yes. He's the tra- he's the trash of the week. Speaking of dumpster fires. Uh, yeah, he, he's a dumpster <laughs> fire of you trash. You are trash! And, uh, fuck that guy. <laughs> it's a combination. He's a fuck that guy trash. You're just not going to want that. <laughs> That's the one. It's him uh, that was my trash. But we said we we're going to talk about it next episode yeah. uh, to go in-depth. of. Uh, so stay tuned for that when yep. we we're talking about uh, some trash. Y'all want to hear some trash. Oh, uh, we didn't even expect it. Like, we we knew he was going to have a, a rough year. Well, who saw this coming? Yeah. Well, you know, he's 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 keeping it consistent for the Florida man uh, <laughs> handle. So there you go. Yeah. All right, well, thanks for checking out this episode of SpinFL. Stick around for an episode coming at you later this week when we predict the victories. And uh, those of you Patreon subscribers, 
can keep winning money with us. <laughs> or, <laughs> or not. As, or not. <laughs> you win money with us by betting the opposite of what we bet. Uh, it's up to you. But we'll be back. Uh, so y'all take care. It's been Jonathan Rollins. Skiff me, sorry. And we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Later, y'all. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.